You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back for another episode, a Thursday episode, a throwback Thursday episode of Locked on Tigers. Today is Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Before we get started, got to let everybody know that this episode is brought to you by the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. It's MLB draft season, as we all know especially here on Locked On Tigers. Big uh, big weekend coming up for the boys. And Locked On MLB Prospects is a podcast covering every future star of the MLB. Host Aram Lighton brings you player interviews from farm system breakdowns, just everything you could want with MLB Prospects every single day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. We are back, baby. In a big way, big dubs, big ups to, to, to the Cats, for real. That, that was a heck of a win. That was a heck of a, heck of a, heck of a win. Very impressive victory over the Texas Rangers for your Detroit Tigers yesterday. A 5-3 to three final. And uh, taking down someone who... A starting pitcher for Texas that had a legitimate argument to be the starter for the American League in the All-Star game. Not saying he, he should have been or deserved whatever, but there was an argument that Kyle Gibson should have been the American League, or should be, I should say, the American League starter for the All-Star game. And your Detroit Tigers took him down, got a win over him for a series win. We now have not lost a series since we played the Angels like three weeks ago. Fantastic little stretch here by the Tigs. So we're going to go over the ser- the uh, the series finale, the rubber match there, take a look a little bit in the Minnesota series and then obviously we're going to end with Throwback Thursday and we are going to keep it in kind of I keep the name under wraps and you guys see how long it takes you to get it cuz uh, people have a lot of fun with that and I get a ton of DMs and people adding me on Twitter and people in the mentions and stuff talking about um telling me how long it took them to get the answer, and I just think that's super fun. So that's the format we're going to stick with. This is Locked on Tigers. I'm your host, Scott Bentley. Let's get into her. 5-3 to three final for the Cats yesterday. Your Tigers are now 40-47. and 47. That's 40 wins, the 40-win club. And you know what? Six years ago, seven years ago, I'd, I'd be pretty upset at – the state of the team probably if I was getting this excited over over hitting 40 wins at the beginning of July but we have not had that <laughs> it, it we ended 2019 the with with the first number in our win column being the number four and we have now hit 40 wins before the all-star break unbelievable great signs of improving. Great, great signs of improvement. This coaching staff continues to be incredible. Let's get into this game, okay? Casey Mize versus Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson, the Detroit Tigers handed Kyle Gibson his first loss of the season. I know pitching wins and losses are stupid when you're evaluating how talented a pitcher is, but 
when you have a guy who hasn't lost all year, that's a nice little notch to put in your belt. Cool, man. Awesome. Also, it is pouring rain right now while I am recording this. Um, so if you can hear like background pouring rain noises, I, I apologize, but I, I mean, I, I've done everything I can. It is torrential downpour outside. I actually lost power for half a second there. It's been, it's been a, a wild afternoon for yours truly. So I, I apologize in advance, but we're making do with what we got. So Mize gets the start for the Tigs, right? Not a bad outing. Um, it's really hard to go super in-depth with him during the month of July because of the situation that we have in front of us of he's going to get limited starts. He's going to have limited outings for what appears to be the entire month of July. Now, he was efficient enough where he was actually, uh, the broadcast would not stop saying that he was only going to go three innings then he went four, which this broadcast is, is we'll get into that some other time. But really efficient through the first three, so was able to go four innings. He ends on 50 pitches exactly. We will take it. Sure. His final line, four innings pitched, four hits, two earned runs, no walks, and two strikeouts. Not the sexiest line in the world. Not, not, not fantastic by any stretch. The thing is, uh, so if you just take away Joey Gallo, it's a lot better of an outing right? Gave out four hits. Two of them were solo homers. And those two runs were obviously both via the solo homer. And both of them were Joey Gallo. And people who know my philosophy or starting to figure out my philosophy on what makes a good hitter can probably quickly pick up on the fact that I am a massive Joey Gallo fan. He is a plus defender, a comfortable plus, comfortable... He is comfortably a plus defender, that's English, while drawing a ton of walks and hitting a ton of home runs. Yes, I know he also strikes out a boatload. When you're getting on base and drawing as much walks as he does, I don't care. The walks and the home runs far outweigh the strikeouts. I think he is. Now, if you're not a big fan of the three true outcomes, then you're probably not a big Joey Gallo fan because he is the epitome of that. Um, But... Whether you like him or not, whether you like his style or not, no denying he's one of the best home run hitters in baseball at the moment. He is one of the best home run, one of the best long ball hitters in the entire sport. And uh, and he did that <laughs> in a big way last night. Uh, yesterday afternoon, I guess I should say, against Casey Mize takes two balls. And it's not like the two home runs he hit were like, oh, you know, those are home runs. Like, he annihilated both of those balls, man. I mean, that... He he had, like, almost 900 feet in home runs. And he had two homers. He had two home runs yesterday and almost had 900 total feet of home runs. Or he did have not... It, it was ridiculous, man. I'm pretty sure one almost went, like... One went 440 feet. The other one, I think, went further. It was unbelievable. So, with those two homers, the first one, that's just Joey Gallo being Joey Gallo. I'm not going to put too much pressure on Mize there. Um, that was uh, that was honestly paint. He, he found the black. It was a decent pitch and all that. Great. Um, and Joey Gallo is just unbelievable. 
The second one, uh, he threw a fastball right down the middle. And it was a full count. And he was like, you know what would would really fool Joey Gallo here? This is what one of my buddies, one of my buddies said. He goes, you know what would really fool Joey Gallo here on a full count? A fastball right down the middle. <laughs> it did not work out very well. He took it to Pound Town. So, Joey Gallo's unbelievable. I feel like I've said his name way too often. I apologize. Um, the rest of the start, though, it, it really, for a four-inning outing and a planned, I should make very clear, a planned four-inning outing, really not a bad start. We'll, we'll, we'll take two runs in four innings. Sure, sure. He, he was looking solid. Got His swing and miss numbers were decent. Got a couple of strikeouts. We'll absolutely take it. The rest of the bullpen, the rest of the pitching, Kyle Funkhauser continues to, uh, it's not really shocked the world anymore. I think he's just quickly made himself one of our more relied on relievers. And that's that's props to him for turning his career around. That's an awesome story. So Funkhauser comes in, does really well. Cisnero comes in and via your former Locked On Tigers host, Chris Castellani, uh, Jose Cisnero has now not given up a run in a month. I believe his that was the tweet. I believe his ERA is zero in the last month. So he's on a heater. And having him and Soto at the back of your bullpen, not a bad situation to be in for a young team. And Cisnero's not a, not a young buck like, uh, like Soto is, right? Cisnero's in his 30s. But definitely a piece that you're very okay hanging on to. For obvious reasons. We, we all know bullpens save lives. <laughs> um, then, besides that, really just Gregory Soto. Comes on with the bases loaded. No outs. Gives up one run. And then pitches a clean ninth. Well, clean, no runs given up ninth. Two-inning save. He comes in with no outs and the bases loaded and gets a two-inning save. That's my all-star, baby. If you don't know, now you know Gregory Soto is that dude. All right, we're going to get into our offense and and kind of the offensive standouts there and then take a look at the rest of the month going forward in this next series against Minnesota. But first, I got to talk to everybody about our friends over at rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and miles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. just doesn't make sense, people. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. Go to their easy-to-use website today. Find the solutions for all your auto parts and ease. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, we are back for segment two here at Locked on Tigers. I'm your host, Scott Benley. You can follow the show at Locked on Tigers on Twitter. We're going to start those uh, those post-game videos as well. 
back up again and on the Instagram, Locked On Tigers on Instagram for those videos as well. Um, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Bentley Scotty, if, uh, if, if you feel like following the host of the show. A lot of, a uh, lot of, it, <laughs> the in game tweets between the two accounts are very different. I try to keep it a lot more professional on the Locked On Tigers one. Um, or a lot more like stats driven, I guess, like cool stat. And whereas the personal one is just me just being an emotional wreck during Tigers and, and really all Detroit sporting events. Okay, let's get in to the offense here of last night's game. 5-3 to three final for your Detroit Tigers. Akil Badu with a couple of knocks. Two more impressive ABs, man. And, and he got pinch hit for late because they brought a lefty in. And and it worked out, and you you know anytime you can, I don't care, I don't care how much he's slumping, I don't care if you think he's washed. Anytime you can bring Miguel Cabrera in off of your bench to be a pinch hitter, it's probably not a bad idea, okay? Especially with this roster and how it's constructed. And Miggy ended up getting a ridiculous infield single, and it was honestly hilarious. And it was one of the reasons we won the game. That ended up being a pretty big inning, but Akil is. Is that's an 820 OPS for him now, man. That's that's crazy. That's rule five pick. I, I feel like I, I go on this rant like once a week, so I'll try and, and, and not go down that rabbit hole again for what seems like probably the third or fourth time already. But just unbelievable, man. So impressive, taking such professional at bats, working counts, drawing walks. This slash line, 274, 358, 462. Phenomenal. So good, man. So impressive. Absolutely deserves to be in the AL Rookie of the Year conversation. Okay? Phenomenal. Then we already touched on Miggy, the infield single off the bench. Hilarious. Awesome. And kept us in the game, to be honest with you. It was the slowest infield single I think I've ever seen in my life. But we will gladly, gladly take it. Nico Goodrum is back. Um, some some roster moves for uh, for those who, who haven't heard. Spencer Turnbull sadly moved from the 10-day IL to the 60-day IL, which is not a great sign. They're being pretty vague about it, but the thing that they are being clear about is, is that it, it sounds like he was getting an update because he started throwing from the mound and somebody asked for an update on, on one of his, his throwing sessions. And his response was still complaining about specific areas on his arm. And apparently, the areas that he was describing to the trainer slash organization were uh, not good areas to be complaining about. So he has moved to the 60-day IL. Super disappointing. And obviously not, obviously, not his fault at all, right? Um, but, but just, I mean, it's heartbreaking. I've, I've been riding this guy for, for a, uh, over a year now, well over a year, almost two years now. I've been trying to shove down people's throats. If he even has decent command, he's going to be a top rotation starter. I promise you, I don't care that he's an older rookie. I don't care that you've never heard of him. I don't care that he was never a top 100 prospect. This dude has 
it. And I have been just begging people to watch him pitch over the last two years. And and again, just it's just so it's it's so sad. It's so sad that he started off the season with the COVID thing, and then he finally comes back, and he reaches these great peaks, throws the no-hitter. His season numbers were, were phenomenal. Had a one-and-a-half pitching war, and I know pitching war is really controversial, but whatever, in like a month, in whatever, like five, six starts. Oh, he was he was on his way, man. He was finally putting it all together, and now this happens. Super, super sad. Wish him... Obviously, obviously, nothing but the best and a, and a really quick recovery, but super sad for him and uh, obviously a blow for the team, obviously, because of how thin the pitching situation is right now. It's not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. So hopefully Matt Boyd can come back and suddenly, man, the pitching is so, it's so weak. It's so weak currently. It's very thin. I should say, not weak. It's very thin, very, very thin, which is very scary heading into uh, heading into the second half of the season. The only other news is Nico Goodrum's back. He was a defensive replacement in center field. I believe he also had an at-bat. Um, so Nico's back. That's cool. Utility guy, sure, whatever. Um, and then the, the crazy one. Ian Kroll is back. Now, for those who don't remember, Ian Kroll pitched for the Tigers in 2014 and 2015. Ian Kroll last pitched for this team when we were, like, making the ALDS. (laughs) That's the last. And then he jumped around. He pitched for Atlanta and Washington, I believe. Jumped around a little bit. And then... Stopped playing professional baseball and like bounced around in the minors for a while, I guess I should say first, and then stopped playing. And then in 2020, was literally in the independent leagues. He was playing indie ball in 2020. The Tigers signed him to a, a spring training invite minor league contract option thing, makes the minor league team out of camp, and now is on the Detroit Tigers major league roster in 2021. Ian Kroll is a was a candidate, would have been, I should say, a candidate for throwback Thursday. Ian Kroll is 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 literally the type of person I go after for these throwback Thursdays. Someone who played for a, a couple of years here, a year or two here. And then kind of fizzled out and, and no one's heard their name in, in half a decade. Those are the people that I go after. He would have been on the show as a Throwback Thursday segment. And he's only 30, but he's back. Crazy story. So he didn't pitch last night. Maybe he'll get to pitch today. Uh, wild turn of events. Good for him, man. Good for him. What a cool story. Just good on him. Big ups, Ian Kroll. That is craziness. So, so crazy. Um, So those are your roster moves. Okay, back to focusing on this game, specifically Jamer Candelario with a homer. He really needed that very badly. He was slumping 
all around the last couple of weeks. Just overall at the plate, he's been slumping pretty badly. And on top of that, all season, he hasn't really had a power stroke. The hits that he has had have uh, have mostly been singles with a few doubles sprinkled in. So really, really good to see Jamer get a hold of one. I, I don't care that it barely went over. I, I, it was a homer's a homer, baby. And I will I will take the the boat of confidence and and take the homer on the stat sheet. Really needed that one. Really needed that one. Hopefully, it's a string of things to come. Zach Short. We will end this recap on, and then uh, we'll head into to Throwback Thursday. But so so Zach Short makes two incredible plays in a row at shortstop. I want him starting at short the rest of the year. We don't have a shortstop in this entire organization. Any level of the minors. We do not have an everyday major league shortstop in our future at any level of of this organization. Any level. We need one this offseason. He is absolutely not a long-term, like, you're the shortstop of the future. But... He has earned to have his his name written at shortstop for the time being every single day. And with how good his eye is at the plate, I love his approach. He draws a lot of walks, which we all know I'm a big fan of. And he plays really good defense at a premier... I shouldn't say he's not like some you know platinum glove caliber defender, but he plays good defense at a premier position and draws a lot of walks. I'll take it. Sign me up for the rest of the season. I will gladly take it. And then going forward, if he if he plays plus defense at second, short, and third, I want him to be the utility infielder of the future. That I can sign up for for him being the long-term solution there. Zach Short can be my utility infielder for the next five years. I'm, I'm really starting to like his game. He's still got some work to do, but if you draw walks and you play good defense, you have a spot on my roster. Not going to be an everyday guy, not going to rely on him to be an everyday guy. I really like that role for him going forward, and I'm really hoping that he can grow into that. And and I'm not expecting him to ever be, you know, Ben Zobrist. I'm not expecting him to ever be, I I play five different positions in a week and make an all-star game, right? But I think that those players are incredibly valuable, and uh, and I, I'm really starting to believe that he could be that for this team going forward when we're competitive again for the next several years. So really excited about Zach Short. Hopefully he can, uh, he can keep riding the, the, the wave because uh, he, he had a couple of good – couple of good ABs, drew another walk, and, and made two great plays at short. All right, let's wrap this puppy up. We'll head into uh, everybody's favorite segment, Throwback Thursday. But first, I got to talk to everybody about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fast and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is obviously in full swing, and you can track it now all online at BetOnline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. MLB, NBA, NHL, even UFC and MMA action. That Connor and Dustin fight this weekend is going to go stupid. I can't wait. So before the next pitch, get over to BetOnline, your laptop, or mobile device, and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams are in full 
playoff mode. We got the Stanley Cup Finals. We got the NBA Finals. We got baseball season in full swing. We got Dustin and Connor. Just, you got to get over to betonline.ag. Head to the website or using mobile device sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKDOWN. That's promo code LOCKDOWN to receive 50% on your first welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody. We are back here for our final segment of our Thursday show at Locked on Tigers. And you all know what that means. It is everybody's favorite segment, Throwback Thursday. So how it works, if you haven't been here before, I am going to start reading off information about a former Tiger. And you're just going to play at home and see how long it takes you to get uh, to figure out who it is. And then everybody always tells me the next day it's, it's honestly probably my favorite day to check the Locked On Tigers Twitter account is the is um, is Thursdays because of all the people that are that are sending in how long it took them to get the answer and stuff. It's always a super fun day for me. So thank you guys so much for participating and having a blast with it. I have a blast doing research and finding out more about these dudes that I that I either forgot or just flat out didn't know. So fun for both of us. Let's get right into it. Throwback Thursday for your July 8th edition here at Locked on Tigers. All right. First up, he's a left-handed starting pitcher. Okay, so left-handed starting pitcher for your Detroit Tigers at some point. He was a fourth-round pick for the Detroit Tigers. He was the Detroit Tigers' fourth-round pick in the year 2007. Left-handed starter. He got called up to the bigs on May 21st, 2011, when Brad Thomas went to the, at the time, the disabled list, to the IL, to the injured list. Brad Thomas goes down, goes to the 15-day IL, and this guy is called up to the show on May 21st, 2011. Brad Thomas was also, I was doing research for this guy, right? And I was trying to figure out good clues. And then as I'm figuring out good clues, I come across Brad Thomas. And I'm like, okay, well, Brad Thomas might be an even better option. But Brad Thomas is really tough. This guy's easier than Brad Thomas. Brad Thomas, I feel like even reasonably close followers of the Detroit Tigers may not recall Brad Thomas. He, he went over and pitched in, in Asia. I don't remember whether it was... The KBO or the um, Japanese League, I, I, I don't, the NPB, I don't even remember. But I know that he pitched overseas, and, and he was a Tiger for like three days. Anyway, so Brad Thomas almost got the nod, but, but we decided to stick with our guns here. So Brad Thomas goes to the IL. This guy gets called up May 21st, 2011. Left-handed starter, fourth-round pick, 2007. On May 23rd, just two days after getting called up to the majors. Starting pitcher Phil Coke. Not reliever. Starting pitcher Phil Coke slips on grass in like the third inning, rolls his ankle, and has to get taken out of the game. And this man, like a knight in shining armor, comes out and makes his MLB debut. Starting pitcher, you know how 
how early on in Phil Koch's tenure he was a starter? That's crazy. Starting pitcher Phil Koch. Slips on some grass. Taken out of the game. This guy comes in. And uh, gets a win in his first major league game. Honestly, pitched pretty well. Pitched like three and a third, three and two thirds. One walk, a couple of hits. Tigers won the game. So, first MLB appearance, first MLB win for this kid. Phil Coke, starting Phil Coke and Brad Thomas. This is a, this is quite a, quite a, I don't even know, quite the clues we're giving out here. Then, two months later, on July 30th, 2011, this is all this is rookie year, he gets traded. We dish him to Seattle. Okay. He gets traded to the Mariners, and for the remainder of 2011, he is only a starter for the Mariners and has an over-6 ERA. He is not good. He gets moved to the bullpen going into the 2012 season, and from 2012 to 2015, he had a 3-2-3 ERA as a lefty out of their bullpen. Turned into a pretty solid piece. In 2015, he was 29 years old. Someone they were kind of relying on there. Then in 2016, he sadly partially tears his rotator cuff, needs surgery, um, and honestly never pitches again. Never pitched again. Was in the minors before torn rotator cuffness happened. So he has some minor league 2016 numbers, uh, but then he tore his rotator cuff. They were told it was going to be almost a two-year recovery time. He gets the surgery on it. And three years, almost four years after he gets surgery, he finally announces his retirement because he never got picked up afterwards. And there is the story of him. The last clue I will give is that when he was traded to Seattle, He was part of the Doug Fister trade. If that wasn't already implied, now you know it for a fact. Okay? This man was traded for Doug Fister. So let's go through all of them really quick. Lightning round. Left-handed starting pitcher when we drafted him, but turned reliever. Fourth round pick in 2007. Called up on May 21st, 2011 when Brad Thomas goes to the I.L., May 23rd, Phil Koch's starting pitcher slips, rolls his ankle, and this man comes in to make his MLB debut, gets an MLB win in his first in his MLB debut. That same year, in his rookie year, on July 30th, 2011, he's traded to Seattle. So he was a Tiger for all of about two months. <laughs> that is his entire Tigers career, was two months. Has a six-plus ERA as a starter in Seattle for the remainder of 2011. From 2012 to 15, he had a 3-2-3 ERA as a reliever in Seattle. 2016, tears his rotator cuff, never pitches professionally ever again, and he was part of the Doug Fister trade. If you haven't guessed by now, this is the one and only Charlie Furbush. Charlie Furbush, once upon a time, a young Scott Bentley really believed in Charlie Furbush and thought that he was going to actually be uh, like solid rotation piece for this team going forward. Now, granted, 
In 2011, I was in eighth grade. But I would have been, wow, actually in 2011, the summer of 2011, I would have been going into eighth grade. So May of 2011, I would have been in seventh grade when he debuted. So, okay. So he, his Tigers tenure, he debuted at the end with like three weeks left in the school year of 2011 is when he made his Tigers, his MLB debut. And he was off the Tigers before my first day of school of eighth grade. That was his entire Tigers tenure. Charlie Furbush. I, I really liked him. Lefty starter. Had a really good curveball at the time. I really liked him a lot. Um, and uh, really sad what the injury situation does. And uh, I never... Uh, man, injuries are just so sucky. I, I hate injuries. Um so that is the career arc of Charlie Furbush. And the reason I, how I got the idea to do him is the last Tiger game I went to a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was a gentleman wearing a Tigers Charlie Furbush jersey in the outfield. And I went, that is a name I haven't thought about in years. And so that is, shout out to that guy. If you're listening to this and you happen to be a gentleman who went to the Tigers versus Chicago White Sox game like three weeks ago, and sat in right field and wore a Charlie Furbush jersey. You single-handedly inspired this segment. So shout out to you, good sir. Congratulations. That'll do it. Here at Locked On Tigers, we got a Minnesota Twins series coming up. It'll be super fun. Hopefully we keep the ball rolling. They are uh, struggling mightily. A team that I predicted to win the AL Central coming into the year. And they have been absolutely garbo, garbo, garbo. So we will see how the Tigers do against them, especially because one of the biggest Tigers killers of all time still resides in that lineup in the form of Nelson Cruz. So we'll see how we do against the Twinkies until tomorrow. And we'll have a nice little prospect review tomorrow as well, because why not? Maybe we'll do a draft profile instead, actually. I feel like that's more timely to do a draft profile instead of a prospect review for tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see how we're feeling. We'll see the vibes till tomorrow, though. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, truly. I'm your host, Scott Bentley. This has been Locked on Tigers. Peace and love. Going to therapy is dope. We will catch you all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.